welcome to Pack Attack episode number nine of... Brutal Battle. This was the one we teased. So I think we're putting out two Pack Attacks in a row. Yeah. Which is not very typical, especially because, as the number of this episode says, we've only done nine yeah, Pack Attacks not at very this many. Point. Yeah, we haven't done a lot. Typically, it's like we do a Pack Attack and then it's like months. Sometimes years. years. Um, so it's kind of, you know, out of the ordinary, but it's fun. Uh, and that's because, as we talked about before, this is the other pack of summer beers that we were going to be taking to the beach. And we do beach time after kids are going to school, so you don't have to deal with kids on the beach, because less annoying. Um, so, yeah. Anyway. Some got, kids. There'll be, still be some kids there. Well, yes, but like having mass amounts of yeah. kids is, a, is not as fun for people yeah. like us. Although I say this and I'm, I won't even be really going yeah. on the beach at all. <laughs> It'll be Rebecca primarily. But anyway, so this is the Dogfish Head uh, summer pack that they put out, which I think you had seen it on social media initially and were, had pointed it out to me and were like, oh, this looks really good. I really want to get this. And then we were looking for it recently when we were at the liquor store and couldn't find anywhere. And then I think there were only two left. Yeah, two left. So I was like, okay, Well, I good. saw it earlier, and I was like, this looks like a good beach pack. And then I thought, I'll just wait and get it closer when we go to the beach. And mm-hmm. then as it got closer, I was like, it wasn't with the other packs. It was with the other dogfish head beer. Yeah. Yeah, because they have their own area just for dogfish head stuff. They also do that for, like, Sierra Nevada and Flying Dog. They used to do it for Duclaw, but I don't think they do that anymore for them. Yeah. Well, they don't really have a lot of beers out. Yeah, that's true. Well, they're done, basically. Well, they're done, yeah. they're, they sold They sold to the company that does River Horse stuff, and I guess they're going to be brewed up there, because their, their brewery's done in Maryland. So, it was only a matter of time, unfortunately. Uh, Alright, so let's move on to the first beer, which we've never had before. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. The first beer and the last beer in this pack we've never had before. The middle two we have. So, this is the Blue Hen Pilsner. Obviously, it's a Pilsner, and it's 4.8%. I've seen it when we've been at the brewery. We just yes. had, haven't had it. Right. 12-ounce cans for all of these, yeah. as people probably assume, because it's a pack. And great beach beer size. Yeah. Nice, clear, yellow. Get stuff off the side. Messy with your pour. No, nah, not not bad. It's just, it's just like one drop running down the side. All right, so it looks like a Pilsner. It's very clear, very, eh, slight haze to it, but very yeah. clear for the most part. Yellow. Very yellow. It's got a decent mm. amount of head sticking around on it. Smells exactly like what you would Ooh. think. Yeah. It's like crisp, clean, hay. There's a slight floral note to it. Sure. I'm digging it. Yeah, it smells very crisp, very clean, very refreshing, which is what you want with your Pilsners. Yeah, light. Got that typical Pilsner yeast smell to it. If you know, you know. Yeah, hay, honey. Slightly biscuity in the nose. Mmm. Yeah. It's a lot more, has a lot more body to it than I, than I thought it yeah. would based off the nose. That's a good thing. Hmm. Definitely thicker. Yeah. And the flavors are a lot more rich than I thought there'd be. And there's also a lot more bitterness on the finish than what I thought there'd be based off the nose. But, yeah, it's a more serious beer than I was expecting, Pilsner-wise. But it's tasty. 
pretty drying on the finish. I just keep thinking, can I drink this on the beach? Right. I'm just I'm just analyzing each one of these because we have two packs. I'm not going to take all of them to the beach, so I need to. I'm going to cherry pick. Strategize. Which ones I'm taking because right. I'm not going to drink through all of those. So this has a little bit of like if if anyone's had those Necco wafer candies, it's got a little bit of like a Necco wafer so? type candy flavor on the finish. Which you know, like in beer, it's fine, but like eating straight up Necco wafers is disgusting. But um, yeah, it works. There's a lot of hay notes. Yeah, to it a lot of hay. A little honey sweetness. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I think it's good. It's good. It's very definitely. I think it's definitely beach appropriate. Yeah, it's like nice Pillsbury. Okay. Next beer. I'm gonna cleanse my palate. By the way. Oh. Second one also is. A beer I've had on the beach, so I know it's definitely good for the beach. It is their Sequench Ale. Yes. Their Session Sour. It's an ale with lime and sea salt. It is 4.9%. Yeah. And we've had this on the podcast before. We've It's, it's yeah, been a it's while. Been, I mean, it's been it. around. We like it. It's tried and true. And I know on the last pack attack, we kind of cut one of the beers out because we had had it on before and we were trying to kind of like save some time. But then I was like, after the fact, especially listening to it and editing, I was like, we should have just done it. Yeah. You know, just do the whole thing. So that's why we're doing the whole pack of this, even though we've had two of these beers. Uh, it's been a while. When was the last time you had sequence? I don't know. It's been a while. It's been like a while, a while. I mean. I feel like. Four years, maybe? I kind of like... I'm sure everybody does this. I'm always like, is it pre or post-pandemic? Oh, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people do that. And then I'm like, I think it was pre-pandemic. And I think it was even before that. So, I'm guessing four years. Sure. Okay. Um, Very hazy hazy, Yeah, it's hazy. It kind of looks like the blue hen, but hazy. Yeah. Like, it's very yellow. Maybe maybe a little orange. I was going to say, a little darker, I think. A little little darker. Yeah. But, yeah, pretty close, though. Mm. Get that salt. Very salty. A lot of salinity to it. A lot of, like, a weediness. You can tell it's tart. Like, it's, like, making my mouth pucker. Yeah. Naked Cheerio going on in there. Mm Mm-hmm. A little bit of a hay note. Nice, like, lemony sour, but not super yeah. strong. Definitely citrus. Like, lemon. I think it's brewed with lime. Yeah, yeah. There's, I think it's, like, black limes, I want to say. Mm. Yeah. Good. There's a good salinity to it. Really makes your mouth salivate. It does a little bit, but one of the things I like about when there's, like, saltiness in beers is that it makes it smoother. It makes mm-hmm. it a little bit creamy, and I think that's a lot of what it's doing for it in addition to making it a little bit salty. And, you know, like, the combination of, like, salt and lime is nice, and I am tasting that lime on there, mm-hmm. but it's also not overpowering. It's kind of like a medium level. Nothing is too overpowering about this. Mm-hmm. It's like, it says it's a session sour. It's very sessionable. Yeah. You definitely know it's a sour. But with mm-hmm. that low ABV and all of those flavors, it makes it easy to just drink. Yes. Um, Agreed. Yeah, it's blissfully brewed with lime juice, lime peel, black limes, and sea salt. Yep. I don't know what black limes are. The limes that are black in color, probably. Um, Naked Cheerio on the end. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. 
Not as strong as I think you typically like yeah. your naked Cheerio, but it's it's, it's still very there, very much there. Yeah. Good beer. I'm gonna go back to the Blue Hen real quick. I need to save them all. Are we ranking these? After having that and going back to the Blue Hen, it tastes even more like Pilsnery. Oh. Like it boosts the flavor of the Pilsner yeast. It's interesting. Um, yeah, we're gonna rank them. Okay. We always do that. I know. It's going to be so hard. Ugh. Okay, so let's do the next beer. Do you want the next one or do you want me to do the next That's one? That's Um. Oh, I did the first one. I can just do this. All right, so this is a old tried and true. Another tried and true. Um. This one's been along for, around for a long time, and it's also a very important beer as far as hoppy beers go in craft beer period, and that's their 60-minute IPA, and it is 6% alcohol. Um, this started the whole thing of continuous hopping. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, pretty impressive. And again, it's been a long time since we had one of these. Did you say the APB? Six. Six. Ooh. Spitting out the top. I just got a mouthful of foam. I know. Well, because I was trying to keep it from going everywhere. Were you successful? Oh, no. Yeah. Is it just overly filled? I don't know what... I, I literally don't know what just happened. Like, it, I, I haven't shaken this or anything. Maybe? I don't know. That was odd. I just cracked it open. Maybe I cracked it open too aggressively? Is that a thing? I don't know. So I've already kind of tasted it, basically, because I just sucked up a bunch of the foam yeah. to try and keep it from getting all over the place, but I still got some all over the place, but... This is pretty clear as well, but um, definitely more orange than the previous two. Yeah. Yeah. I love the clearness on that. A little haziness is to it. Is there a but, yeah. date code on this? Is there? Yes. Oh, it's like the Best Buy thing. And it just says September. Mm, interesting. So we're still within the okay. date coding. Because that's how they do it. Yeah. It makes it hard because... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. Definitely piney. Yeah, there's a lot of pine going on. It's got that kind of like resiny smell to it. Syrupy. 100%. It's just that very serious like dark flavor lupulin smell. Yeah, tons of pine to it. Dehydrated orange. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. And it's got that kind of like candy sweetness yeah. on the end of it because of that dehydrated orange and how that moves into the sweetness. A little pineapple. Yeah. Yeah, I could see a slight pineapple in there. It smells really good. Yeah. This just like takes me back to like oh, yeah. the good old days of like simple like West Coast style IPAs. East Coast and West Coast style mm. IPAs, which West Coast were obviously more popular and Away from the terrible days of now of hazy IPAs. Yeah. So you tried it. Go it's ahead. Good. Um, mm. It's good. You have a lot of those like heavier flavors, but it's still light and refreshing. It's so got like, a... It, it, you're getting that syrupiness. You're yes. getting the dehydrated yeah. candied orange. It's a bit viscous. Um, yeah. But it still feels like I can still drink this on the beach. Yeah, it does still feel kind of light. I feel what you're saying about it. There's, especially for what IPAs are now, there's a lot of bitterness on the finish. Sure. 
But with all the other flavors going on and the levels that they're at, it tastes appropriate. Yeah. It, like, everything blends together very well. So this isn't a beer for people who hate bitterness or people who are, like, big into hazies that have usually almost no bitterness. But bitterness is a really good thing for beer, I gotta say. And this proves it. It usually balances a beer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want it to be too bitter, but I, I like a little bitterness. Yeah, I know, it's just like you said, it's tried and true. Yeah, this is like such. This is such a like nostalgic glass, you know. Like yeah. it, it's a nostalgic glass of beer from a time that I loved most because I was huge into like those old school style IPAs, and it's just great to know that it's still around and kicking, and it's still tasting awesome. Hey, what this ranking is going to be really hard. Well. Sorry. Because we, <laughs> we just had three great beers, all very different mm-hmm. and very good. Well, you'll probably have to go through and like re Yeah, a bit. I, I uh, highly recommend cleansing your it. palate before this last one because there will be similar flavors between the 60 minute and the last beer, I think. I'm assuming because that one we haven't had before. So. Okay. But we'll see. We'll find out. Okay. So I'll introduce this last one. Citrus Squall, which is a double golden ale. It's an ale with grapefruit juice and blue agave nectar. 8%. Yeah, that's high. Um, I'm gonna, I want to look it up really quick, but we had had their original Squall before. I don't know if I was doing... Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I don't know if I was doing... Uh, Untapped? Uh, yeah, if I was doing... Un- oh, actually I was, because here it is. When did you have it? Well, that's what I was going to pull up to be like, we've had a version of this, but it's been so long ago. So I liked it. I didn't give it like a super high rating, but I liked it enough. And it's just typical for you. <laughs> yes. Uh, do you want to guess when I checked into it? I have no It idea. really wasn't that long ago. 2017. Close. 2016. 2016. So what? Seven years? Long enough ago. Yeah, that's enough. So that was seven, just, seven years ago. So what? that was just Squall? Just straight up Squall. Do, I mean, double IPA. So this is Citrus Squall. So A double IPA? It's a golden. Oh, sorry. Double golden. That's what I meant. Yeah. Although, actually, I think Squall was an IPA. I don't know. I have to relook. Are they related? Well, the name would indicate yeah. yes. But then maybe not. Maybe they're just like... Or it's also a possibility that they... It's like very similar. Like it's the same kind of base beer. But they just decided to call it a golden this time instead of an IPA. Yeah. You know. But let me look. I'm going to bring it back up and see how it was categorized. Fix this mystery. (laughs) I'm sure some people are hearing this and they're like, I don't really care about that. But Inquiring Minds, like us, oh, and it was 9%. What? Yeah, the original Squall IP, and it said IPA, Squall Squall IPA. IPA? Yeah, and it was was 9%. Yeah, and it said 100%, unfiltered 100% bottle conditioned 90-minute IPA, dry hop with Palisade, Amarillo, Simcoe, Cascade, CTZ, and Willamette. Huh, and this is Citrus Squall, a double golden ale. Yeah, so I think they may have... I don't know, maybe they tweak the recipe some, the base recipe, or maybe they just want to call it something different. I don't know. This is the haziest of all of them. Yeah, it's still pretty yellow, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite yellow. Touch of orange. Pretty hazy looking. 
Ooh, man. Whoa. That is like Grapefruit City. True. It's, it smells like a straight of grapefruit. It smells like you cut open a grapefruit and you stuck it to your nose. That's a ridiculous, ridiculous amount of citrus. I can't even say citrus. It's just like, it's grapefruit. There's some, there, yeah, I get a lot of grapefruit, but there's a, another like sweet citrus yeah. in there as well. Sure. Like maybe like a tangerine or something like that, like a clementine yeah. or yeah. something like sweet. Yeah, I, I think you're right, more tangerine. So it's like tangerine grapefruit. <laughs> I keep sticking my nose in I hand. gotta think that it's got a decent bitterness to it, especially being at 8%, but I can't really smell much bitterness because no. it's just so fruity. So free. It doesn't smell like a beer. No, it doesn't really. It's, it's just it smells thick though. It I, smells I, like it's sure. probably syrupy viscous, which is yeah. a, a safe assumption at eight sure. percent that it's kinda gonna be a little bit, but um smells interesting. We'll see. Hmm. Pretty good. It is good. Better than I thought I thought I like I don't know if I like this one. It tastes a bit wine like. In my I, opinion. It tastes like a slightly like Sauvignon Blanc because it's got a significant dryness at the end. Okay. Or like a dry Viognier. So for me, I don't know if this is going to make my beach cut just because of the Ooh. ABV. Yeah, that's true. You don't want to get too serious with it. I'd rather drink more than and have them be a little lighter. There's a lot of that grain bill coming through on the finish. Like, it's that, like, spent malt grain flavor at the very end, which you're a big fan of. Yeah. Um, I, I also am liking it in this, but it's funny because it just pops up, like, at the very end, almost as, like, the aftertaste. Um, lots of that grapefruit, uh, lots yeah. of that tangerine-y. I, um... Thought it was going to be more grapefruit on the taste based on that nose. I thought it was going to be sweeter. Yeah, I did too. It it hits you hard with the sweetness up front. Yeah, but then it kind of like evens out and it gets it just lessens kind of quick and it there is a bitterness to it that kind of helps to take that down. It um I perceive the booze. Yeah, yeah. You you can taste yes. My first sip, I was like, I don't really perceive the booze. But, like, the more I have a couple more sips, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's there. Can't you see it tasting wine-like? It definitely tastes very wine-like to me. It's like a white wine, like a Sauvignon Blanc or Dry Viognier, basically. It's got a lot of the same pl- flavor profile and mouthfeel. And sure. Higher ABV perception, all those things. Um, oh, gosh. I'm going to have to go back and try some other... Mm-hmm. Hmm. This is going to be tough. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay. Mm. Well, I got my one and I got my four. Mm. Okay. I got my one and my four. Oh, gosh. I, I, I'm good. All right. You go ahead. I'm really curious to see what you're going to do. Okay, so my number four is going to be the Citrus Squall. That was the Double Golden Ale. Okay. My number three is going to be the 60-Minute IPA. Okay. My number two is going to be the Blue Hen Pilsner. Okay. And my number one is the Sequencho. Okay. We're different. Okay. My number four is the Citrus Squall, Double Golden. 
My number three is the Blue Hen Pilsner. My number two is the Sequench Ale. And my number one is the 60 Minute. Oh, interesting. Just tape, like, because I went through and retasted them all, and just, like, I'm so much more impressed with the 60 Minute than all the yeah. other beers. It's tasty. It's tasty. I tell you what, my one, two, and three are very close. Yeah, sure. My, um, so, like, obviously my 60 Minute was a clear one for me, and the Citrus Skull was a clear four for me, but I was having a really hard time between the Sequench and the Blue Hen, because they're pretty close, but yeah. I gave the the edge to the Sequench because it's a, it's more different, and it feels a little more nuanced. Yeah, it's a little more refined. Yeah, so, a little more finessed yeah, as a beer. Yeah, but tasty lineup. Yeah, good. I mean, it's a good, it's a very good pack, um... Yeah, people would enjoy it. I mean, people have enjoyed it. Almost sold out. I mean, at this point, it probably is sold out. Yeah, because there there was only one more left. Yeah, so awesome. Uh, Well, this is a lot of fun. I'm not going to do all the stuff at the end, but um, this is a good time. Hard to know when we'll do another pack attack, but... Probably be some years now. (laughs) Probably. Well, maybe. it, It ends up not being intentional a lot of time. It's not like that's what we are setting out to do. It just kind of happens that way. Yeah. But we'll see. Maybe it will happen like that. Maybe not. Sometimes it's just hard to find a pack that we're like, yeah, we want to try all of these. But this is, I know I said I wasn't going to do all the plug stuff at the end, but this is the opportunity to say, like, if there is a particular format of episode that you really like hearing and you haven't heard in a bit, or you want to hear more of, that is the time to email us. Email us at brutalbattlepodcast at gmail.com and just let us know, like, hey, really enjoy the pack attacks or really enjoy the you know, mystery beer stuff or whatever, and we'll we'll make it happen. So, anyway, thanks everyone for checking this one out, and until next time, keep it brutal.